0: Welcome to our New Testament devotional guide. Today we are in Hebrews chapter 12. And as we think of Hebrews chapter 12, there's one key word that is repeated throughout, and that is the word endure. Notice in verse number one, the word endurance. Verse two, endured. Verse three, endured. Verse number seven, endure. Slide over to verse number 20, for they could not endure. So there is this passage that challenges us to move forward in perseverance. The first three verses challenge us to run our race. We are to run our race remembering the witnesses that are behind us, laying aside any uh, hindrances or sins, but we're going to be looking at Jesus in verse number two, and we are not to grow weary and uh, lose heart through this issue verse number 3 lest we become discouraged but we also as we run our race need to recognize that God disciplines believers he challenges us in verse number 5 have you forgotten the exhortation don't forget God's word and his word is is not to despise discipline discipline is proof of his love in verse number 6 whom the lord loves he chastens it's proof of our sonship verse 6 and 7. He scourges every son. If you endure chastening, God deals with you as a son. But what discipline ultimately does, in verse number 9, is it brings life. Shall we not much more readily be in subjection to the Father of spirits and live? It brings holiness, at the end of verse number 10, that we might be partakers of his holiness. It brings the fruit of righteousness, verse number 11. So God will discipline us along the way. Then in verse number 12 and following, there's a a challenge to those who are struggling. It is the reference to those who are lame or may be dislocated. He challenges us to first, as we think about those who are struggling, pursue peace and pursue holiness in verse number 14. And then to look carefully, watch out for people who, who may fall short of the grace of God. They may fall out of God's divine favor. Or if he's talking about unsaved people here, he's talking about those who miss the grace of God and those who have, again, sought to live under the law. But he says, watch out for those who fall short of the grace of God, lest a root of bitterness come into their life, or they become spiritual fornicators like, like Esau, who even looked at the holy things of his life and made them profane. Then in eight, verses 18 through 24, we find contrast. There's a contrast between Moses and Christ. Sinai, Mount Sinai and Mount Zion, the law versus the new covenant, the old covenant versus the new covenant. Now, when the law was given, verses 18 through 21, there was fear and smoke and fire and trumpets. But in verses 22 through 24, there's a new covenant, and there's blessings that come in that new covenant in Christ, the heavenly Jerusalem, that is going to be inhabited by angels in verse number 22, and the church of the firstborn in verse number 23, and Old Testament saints in verse 23. It uh, is the spirits of just men made perfect. Those are Old Testament saints, and Jesus Jesus is going to be there, the mediator of the new covenant and the, uh, and to the blood of sprinkling that speaks better things than that of Abel. So in verse 25 and following, he says, don't refuse Jesus. His blood takes care of us for eternity. Don't, don't turn back on him. There's going to come a world that is going to be shaken, verse 26 and 27. It's going to be shaken in judgment. But verse 28. We, uh, therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom which cannot be shaken, let us have grace by which we may serve God acceptably with reverence and godly fear, for our God is a consuming fire. We are part of an unshakable kingdom. So live with grace today and live with confidence and faith, knowing that believers through Christ will win.